Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. I feel like we need Hardy to, like, every day about this time. You know what I mean? Just whatever you got, wake Hardy. Wake you up a little bit. Yeah, wake you up a little bit. You know? It's Maybe. been a long week. I'm going to be <laughs> I'm gonna be straight with you. This week has tried me. Here she goes. It's been a long week. Okay. Anything you want to... TGIF. Get off your chest yep, at this moment? I cannot wait for Sunday. <laughs> because that means Jingle Fest is over. <laughs> because it's a great concert. It's a great time. We're going to have a killer show. Yeah. It just, you know, being the people that put it on. Yes. Oh, I'm so sick of it. Yeah. See, so there's a, a vast difference between like a show that you would go to at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Uh-huh. All of the planning and all of that is somebody else. Jingle Fest is like the size of a Hollywood Casino Amphitheater show, but it's all on us. Yeah. It's all on the station and everybody here at uh, at Hubbard Radio. So it is a lot. It for, is a TGIF kind of Friday. For sure. We're excited for the show. I mean, the show's going to be awesome. Uh, Priscilla is obviously going to be backstage with us. Randy and Lee, we're all going to do some fun things on socials. You're getting your outfit today, which is going to be great. Yeah. I, uh, I appreciate the inspiration, Casey. Yes. Because you kind of like, I was like, what should I wear? Because you always look so nice and you've always got your outfit all planned out and ready to go. And you're always wearing a WIL shirt. <laughs> yes. So I said, let me give you some inspo and this year we'll really ball yeah. out. Yeah. Not this year, WIL. <laughs> Sorry about it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we've got Jingle Fest tickets today in the big three in the front row. So we are rewarding procrastinators for sure. If you want front row tickets, be listening at 8 o'clock this morning. Also another Jingle Fest Ticket Blast, the last one at Revity Credit Union in O'Fallon, Illinois, this afternoon from 2 to 4. So those are your last opportunities to get the free Jingle Fest tickets. You can always buy them on the website, 923WIL.com. Happy Friday. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 923WIL. Walker Hayes is in some serious Christmas spirit. He made one of his, I don't even want to say older hits, but one of his first hits into a holiday makeover. Yeah. And now the music video is out. We talked about this. Oh, I want there's to say, a music video. Yeah, the music video just came out yesterday. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago when the song first came out. Walker Hayes, he remade Fancy Like into Fancy Like the Christmas edition. Christmas is back, y'all. Bills in the track, y'all. Yeah. The remake of Fancy Like is equally inspired by the entire Hayes family. So the music video includes wife Lainey and their six kids ranging from ages eight to 17, all having an absolute blast in front of the music video. I think this is something that everybody, it keeps everybody coming back to Walker Hayes is the fact that their family is so tight and so involved in everything he does. Yeah. You ever wonder what the, uh, what the Christmas bills are like around that house? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to have six kids. And like pre-fancy, like pre-any oh, yeah. kind of Walker Hayes success, right? I mean, you've got that many kids to buy for. Because the man has been, he has been on this uphill battle to get into the music industry for a long time. We talk about this a lot. Like he is just now getting his big break. And I remember years ago listening to a podcast where he essentially said like when I, for the first like, 10 years of their marriage, his parents-in-laws mm-hmm. were saying, hey man, what are you doing with our daughter having all these babies can't support him? Like, what is going on? <laughs> exactly. And now, yeah. finally, you can see how tight this family is, how much fun they have together, and that they can write remakes to his songs that are still big hits. There's got to be a reality TV show that comes out about this family. I almost don't want one because yeah. that's when things get unhealthy. That's true. That's true. If you do want to see how tight this family is, just go to TikTok. And follow Walker Hayes. They're they're nuts on TikTok. The fact that his like seventeen year olds wake up in the morning and they're like, Dad, let's do some trick shots today. Yeah. Yes. Or that his oldest daughter wants to do dances with him and everything. Right. Yeah. It's so nice and refreshing. He said a family friend recently told him, Forty years from now, you're gonna have to explain all this to your grandkids because it's just <laughs> it's just not the normal, I would say, country music family dynamic these days. So that music video is super cute. It's up on our Facebook page. Remy and Casey. It's December 1st, so we have clearance to talk about Christmas songs now. What's the most annoying Christmas song? 314-699-4766. I kind of want to play a Christmas song every show from now until Christmas. We might as well. Yeah. Just one. Just so the people don't get up in arms. (laughs) But to bring a little spirit. Yeah. I feel like, you know, the stations that go all Christmas, that's a lot. It's just too much for me. But what is the most annoying Christmas song in your mind, Casey? Mm. The annoyingest Christmas song to me is the one that goes, Christmas time is here. Oh, the, uh, from, from uh, Peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. That's the one. And I'll tell you why. I'm ready. I have a thick disdain for songs that sound like there's a choir of British children in a wet hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and this <laughs> and this is not the only one. In a like wet um, hallway? Like like the Rolling Stones um oh. Oh, turn it off. <laughs> or there's that they're the Pink Floyd song too. I can't handle it. I uh, that, cannot do it. I can't handle that description. That was like the most specific and on point description I have ever heard about British children. Because that, that's in how choirs. it feels. <laughs> I can't top that. I really can't. But mine is <laughs> mine is Band Aid. It's a song called Band Aid. No, it's it's like a conglomeration of a whole bunch of different uh, bands from the 80s. It's like Culture Club, Duran Duran, all these guys. It's it's kind of like a We Are the World. Christmas version. But the Christmas version of it. And I just, I don't know. It just get, I don't like it. I don't like when it's played on the radio. Um, but this is the actual worst song voted for by the people. Yes. And like you said, I think it's that little synthesizer in the background, you know? I hate it. 
It doesn't sound weird... like it's meant to be a Christmas song. Yeah, but the one that really sticks out in my head a lot, and I don't know if this is a bad song or not, but any of the 90s, 80s, 90s babies will know this because their parents were probably into Amy Grant at the time. There was a song called Grown Up Christmas List. Have you ever heard this song? I don't think so. This whole album, I knew from front to back because my mother would play it in our house at Christmas time on a repeat. Yeah, I can, this song just sounds like a ceramic angel from Hallmark. Exactly. Dude, you are on point with descriptions today, girl. I'm feeling Let's it. Let's go. Uh, but I figured, you know, at this time, we could we could probably play a, uh, a Christmas song from, from our people. Uh, from, uh, how about, let's go, let's go Blake Shelton. Oh, yeah. And uh, let us know on the text line what your uh, least favorite Christmas song is. That's me. And uh, we'll we'll maybe play some of those in in the upcoming days. But let's get to uh, let's get some let's do some jingle rock. Ooh, okay. Play show on December first. One more time. There you go. Uh, always fun to uh, to hear our country artists playing Christmas music. Uh, we did. <laughs> We had a text message from the 636 that said, give her a high five for that one. It just feels so true. <laughs> uh, children's choir in wet hallway. <laughs> uh, Casey does not like. No. From the 636 also, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. I like that one. You like that one. I Well, I think I'm just... I don't know. It feels like some one that I probably learned in like a children's sure. chorus class, and I still feel like I yeah. like it. Um, it will definitely get stuck in your head, that's for sure. Uh, from the 618, I cannot stand Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas songs. Oh, I like that one, too. Uh, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fun. I don't it know. It's a fun one. It's, it's like you throw that on in the background or you're like Mexican restaurant or whatever. Yeah, it makes you want to have a margarita. Exactly. A little eggnog margarita for you. Anytime yeah. uh, any version of that song comes on the radio, I'm changing the station. I don't know. Oh, Feliz Navidad. That's what they're saying. Any If any version comes out. Uh, Jessica says, all the songs that you both said are on my list. Very cringe. Also, I'm not a fan of Baby It's Cold Outside. I mean, there's... I guess yeah, you know, it gets controversial for sure. <laughs> that it one, does. That one get, gets controversial, uh, but yeah, let us know what your least favorite Christmas song is on the text line three one four six nine nine forty seven sixty six. Lace them up! It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. And that'll do it as the Blues win six to four in a wide open affair in Enterprise Center. Exciting game last night. If you got a chance to go. Uh, I love going to hockey games where there's a bunch of goals scored. There's 10 goals scored. It's overall. so much fun. Yeah. Because there are games <laughs> where there might be one uh-huh. the entire time. You know, it's a total defensive match. But uh, they beat the Sabres last night. They'll face the Coyotes tomorrow. Puck drop at 8. Chiefs take on the Packers on Sunday in Green Bay. Kickoff at 720. It's going to be a night game, Sunday night football from Lambeau Field. And they are prepping for an influx of Swifties and a potential appearance by Taylor herself. But we were just discussing this off air. Will she be there? Because she was just in London, right? She was in London yesterday, I think it was, for Beyonce's Renaissance Tour movie just came out. And, you know, Beyonce went to Taylor, so Taylor was obviously going to go to Beyonce's. So, um, yeah, she's in London for the weekend, I would assume. But we think, as normal human beings, 
Like, if you're going to be in London, you're going to be there for a week or two or whatever. Right, but not when you fly on Taylor Air. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she could be there. She could be back in Kansas City right now. Right. She could be in Green Bay eating cheese. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see on Sunday to see if she will be there. Uh, we'll find out if Mizzou will play in any of the New Year's Bowl games on Sunday. Chances are good. We got our fingers crossed. We hope that Mizzou will be in one of those bowl games. And I do have some Cardinals news, Casey. Would you like the good news or the bad news first? Let's start with the good news. Good news. Yachty coming back. As a bench coach. Bad news. As a consultant, not a full-time position. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. They actually called it a uh, special advisor. A consultant? Molina will not take on a Cardinals coaching role next year but he plans to serve as a special advisor for the franchise this upcoming season. That means he's going to show up like once every four weeks and he's only going to talk to the players and we're not going to get a glimpse of him, right? I I would imagine it's something along those lines. Like they'll have him come in maybe for spring training, things like that, you know, kind of coach the... Way to be selfish, Cardinals! Catchers and yeah. Molina's long-term plan is to be a major league manager and he is hopeful that the upcoming experience will prepare him for that. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Can you imagine having to face Yachty as a manager on a different team? Oh. What if he's the manager of the Cubs? Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. I don't leave a bad I'm imagining his face as he's standing on the side, spitting out seeds. I just can't see him in Eyebrows any. Eyebrows all furrowed. No other team can have him. Like, he's ours. Well, we'll see if he feels that way. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's uh, news that we were all kind of looking for of Yachty as bench coach or Yachty in some coaching capacity. Won't happen this season, but he will still be around, which is good. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Last night was the Bachelor or the Golden Bachelor finale. And I'm a reality TV girl, so I understand if you haven't seen the finale yet and you don't want to spoil it for yourself. I'm not really here to talk about the woman that he chose. We're just here to laugh about the drama of it all. So number one, the way in which this man proposed. I want you to know I have not watched the season. I have fallen out of The Bachelor because of moments like this. (laughs) I'm ready. Here's Gary, Jerry, Gary, Jerry, Gary, in the final moments of the show's finale last night. I came to the realization that you're not the right person for me to live with. She's like, oh no. Silence, 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 silence. You're the person that I can't live without. Oh! What does that mean? You're not the right person for me to live with. Yeah. But you're the person I can't live without. Can't live without you. That is something a producer told him to say. (laughs) And I'm so sure that the producer was like, and then just sit there. And if it feels like it's long, it is. Just go longer. Extend it. Hated that. (laughs) Assume she said yes, though, so it's fine. Number two. Usually every year the show ends in an after the final rose special where they check in on the people who have at this point been together for a few months because the show finished airing a while back. I'm sorry, finished filming a while back. Some people discovered some inconsistencies 
in Gary Jerry's seemingly spotless backstory. So he's been pretty open about the loss of his wife in 2017, and that's like a huge part of his persona on the show, that he hasn't had any romance, any dates, hasn't been kissed in six years. Mm -hmm. But now a former girlfriend of his <laughs> is coming out into the light, revealing that she and Gary Jerry dated for nearly three years a month after yeah. his wife's death. And they even lived together in Indiana. Gosh, reality TV is so trashy. And uh, they'll do anything for the story, right? Which part? The, the, the lie about him not dating for six years or the, wait a second, we actually live together. <laughs> because they're they're lying one way or another. People are either coming out of the woodwork yeah. or they're lying on the show. Yeah. I think, it, was there another thing in there about? Uh, yes, how he was a um, retired restaurateur. And he retired when he was 55, which I think was like 15 years ago. Uh -huh. But now fans have found that to be untrue as he worked as a maintenance man instead. Yeah. They omit so many so many things. And I, I feel like that to me, the fact that he started dating someone a month after, had a three-year relationship, like that to me makes him more human and they paint him as this like... As a storybook character. Yeah, he's like a Prince Charming you know what I mean? But I don't know. He's just a human. I get, I get that that's what they have to do. But you also have to remember that this man, who I'm assuming is in his 70s, mm -hmm. has had a full life. Of course, he's not going to say, well, I retired and then I went into this and then I did that. And then my wife died and a month later, I started dating this other girl. Like, it just doesn't sound as good. Yeah. People are panicking over what? I'll tell you what I'm panicking over. That, um that huge silence in between you're the woman I don't want to live with <laughs> but I somehow can't live without. I can't live without you. <laughs> Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, if you had to classify yourself in a driving category like uh, what type of driver would you be? Are we saying ABC? What do you mean, ABC? Like, are we grading ourselves? Um, sure. I'd like to think I'm pretty average. Okay. But you don't tend to speed more often? Do you go to the speed limit? Are you distracted? Things um, like that. Um, it's, I guess it's hard to explain because, no, I feel like I'm a pretty average driver. Like, I used to be fast lane. Mm. All the entire way. It was about three months ago. And then I learned <laughs> that I can turn my... Because I was really just avoiding headlights the entire time. Then I learned about, you know, the the filter on your rear view mirror. And now yeah. my life has changed. I'm a changed driver. I'm hanging out in the slow lane on uh, cruise control. Oh, nice. I'll never forget the day that we were both going to uh, Monroe County. And you just went like right by me. I was like, oh, there goes Casey. <laughs> white blur just gone uh, there are six types of drivers according to this new study released by AAA remember these are self-reported okay okay we'll see which ones we are safe drivers you 41% of drivers consider themselves to be safe drivers they don't in, engage in risky dangerous driving behaviors they follow the rules and the laws and all the things you 
I think you would also agree with that. You were in the car with me on the way to Ian Munsick and back. How on would, Wednesday night. How would you rate my driving? Um, super safe, not too fast, a little jerky, but we'll blame that on the forerunner. I will say <laughs> you did one thing that I really appreciated. You got a text from our boss and you tossed your phone at me and you said, respond. Yes. I love that. I hate when someone starts texting and they're driving me somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of scary for sure. Uh, speeding drivers. 23% of people consider themselves speeding drivers. This is about 15 miles per hour over the speed limit 15. on highways. On highways. And then 10 on residential streets. Okay. I feel like the 10 on residential streets is far more exaggerated. Like that, you can see that. And yeah. you can feel that You'll if you're notice. an onlooker for sure. Uh, distracted drivers, 15%. That is the biggest load of BS I have ever read in my life. It's You're telling me that only 15% of people called themselves distracted. Look over at the person next to you. They're probably looking at their phone. And if you're wearing a ball cap, men, hate to tell you, we see it every time. Because that bill, whoop, straight down. <laughs> yes. That's a good indicator. Yeah. You're right. Uh, distracted and aggressive drivers, 17%. The most dangerous drivers, only 2% of people admitted to that. And impaired drivers, only 1% admitted to either driving well, after yeah, drinking gonna admit it? or using marijuana. We know you're out there. AAA says rural drivers are far more likely to drive impaired. That's just what they said. But this is only 1% of the population that's admitting to it. So. Right. What kind of driver are you? Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. I already know what you're going to say. You're a safe driver. Everyone thinks that. Everyone's a safe driver. Everyone's the best driver on the road, right? Mm. Let us know. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. How do you feel about giving used gifts for Christmas? 314-699-4766. That's the text line. Interesting stat. 82% of people say they'd be open to receiving a used gift. Which is funny enough because I think last week you and I had a ch chat or a talk, uh, maybe it was this week, about thrifting gifts. Mm -hmm. And I asked you on air, do you think it's okay to give somebody like a thrifted gift? Because I happened to find a perfect thrifted gift this year and I didn't want that person to get skeeved out <laughs> that I got it from a Goodwill. I mean, what what indication? I don't I don't want to get into like what it is because I don't want to give it away. I think it's just the idea in general. Okay. So go on with your story. These eighty two people. I'm one of them for sure. Eighty two percent of people say, "Yeah, I'm cool with that." Yeah. And I I don't know that I would be okay with that. You're not cool with it. I'd be okay if it was like a used motorcycle. <sighs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a used car, things like that. But I don't know. I just, I can't imagine getting a shirt or pants or something that somebody but else has definitely worn. what if it was worn. vintage and it was so cool? Like what if you saw it and Maybe. you were like, wow, this is actually really cool. Yeah. What a great find. 76% uh, of people wouldn't have a problem giving a used gift. So you're definitely in that category. 67% uh, of people say that there is a stigma around giving previously owned gifts that has kind of lessened, mostly due to affordability, but practicality and sustainability. Some people also want things that are no longer available new. You know, they've been recalled. Yes. They've been uh, discontinued, whatever the case may be. So what are the items that people are gifting most? Electronics are the most common, followed by sporting goods and home improvement items. Hmm. Maybe used tools. That would be a good one, I think. Right, because it's so much cheaper, but ideally if it works, it works. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at the job done. Uh, people are also giving secondhand books. Yeah, that works. Like uh, media, like Blu-rays and vinyl records. 
Man, it's it's weird to think that someone may have like may start collecting Blu-rays because right. they're vintage. It's so cool <laughs> to watch it this way. It looks uh, so good. Yeah, toys and games, jewelry, jewelry. I, I guess could that could be an okay. That could like, be fine. You wouldn't know, right? Uh, but do you tell the person? That's the thing. Like, I think you have to kind of tell. Do you the tell them that it was a like I found this at Goodwill, or this is definitely somebody else's engagement ring? Oh my gosh! <laughs> that yeah. I bought off of Facebook Marketplace. I think you kind of have to be open about it because if you're trying to pass it off as something you just bought, that's when it gets really fishy. Yeah. I just I think the older I get, the more. I am in the mindset of it's the thought that counts. And if I find something that like makes me think of somebody or I think, oh my gosh, this is so, so and so. I think that means way more than me going out and spending too much money on something they might not even use anyway. So your significant other comes comes to you on Christmas and is like, there's a gift. And he presents it to you and you open it and it's this beautiful diamond tennis bracelet. But it's... Is it diamond tennis bracelet? You find out that it was somebody what else's. What do I care that it was on another wrist? Okay. You know, it's still a diamond tennis bracelet. That's good. That's good. Let us know on the text line. Are you okay with giving used gifts or receiving used gifts? 314-699-4766. Used gifts. Are you okay with giving them? Are you okay with receiving them? Kyle from Afton says, yeah, I was... Uh, Getting, I got something used. Uh, it would be okay as long as the used item was money. Okay. I'd be, I'd be okay with it. All right. <laughs> uh, from the 314, used gifts are so tacky unless you know for a fact that this is what the person wants and they're okay with it being used or thrifted. This is another thing. Like to some people, it can come off as extremely tacky. You got to be sure about what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, from the 618, you mentioned engagement rings. My husband definitely bought mine at a pawn shop. I could care less. It's huge. And no one's ever going to know. It's huge. And it came from him. All I really need is love from my mans. Anyway. Thanks. <laughs> there you go. That's all I need. All I need is love from my mans. What is it for you uh, as far as thrifting gifts? Are you okay with giving thrifted gifts? Are you sneaky about it? You Do and not I, let them know? You and I did this last year where we decided on the air, hey, this year, instead of buying each other new things like yes. for Christmas, we're going to thrift gifts. And it turned out to be hysterical. Some of the things you gave me are still like up in my living room. Yeah, still in use to this day. Right. We need to do this again. I'm, I'm declaring it now. No, we already decided we're not doing gifts this year. Well, it's Goodwill. And Goodwill is sponsoring Jingle Fest. <laughs> we'll talk. Remy and Casey. Let's get into it today. We're playing the big three. We have Judy on the phone. She wants these first row Jingle Fest tickets for tomorrow. And Remy's going to play today. You want to spin the wheel? I do. And I will. You got to get it closer sometimes, you know? Just All right. Today we're playing Where Am I? Christmas in St. Louis edition mm. since it's the first day of December. We won't keep track of what you got right or wrong. So after everything's over, Judy will guess how many you got correct. If she's right, she gets these Jingle Fest tickets first row. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready to see Judy in the front row of Jingle Fest. Where am I? Careful. Some people are flying. Some people are falling. This place is only buzzing in the winter. Careful. Stein, Steinberg, Steinhart, Stein. It's the Stein figure skating forest park. 
Steinhardt. Steinberg? Steinhardt. Okay. Steinhardt, okay. Sure. Number two. Wait. I'll think about that one. Go on. This place stretches 79 acres, and once a year, it smells like death, but this time of the year, it's glowing. Missouri Botanical Gardens, because of the corpse flower. <laughs> it smells super, like death. That was super confident. Number three, I took the first exit after crossing the Missouri River, and I'm headed towards the best concert of the year. Where am I? Oh, Jingle Fest, of course. Where? At Family Arena. You got to get off on that upper bottom, girl. This is the quickest <laughs> game of the big three. I think we've well, truly go to, ever played. I'll go to Judy on the first one because is it Steinhardt or Steinberg? <laughs> uh, Steinhardt. Okay. <laughs> is it is it Steinhardt? Okay. We'll I just find know, out. It's the ice skating rink at Forest Park. Judy, out of three, how many do you think that Remy got right today? Uh, I'm going to go two. That was a tough call for Judy. Or is it Mo Bottom? I don't know. There's a bottom involved. I know that. That's all I got. Family Arena. Did oh, he no. <laughs> get to right? Remy. Um, okay. Careful. Some people are flying. Some are falling. This place is only buzzing in the winter. Um, Steinberg. Berg. See, you know. Ice skating rink. I just had a fun time watching you flip and flop around it. And then Judy hopped right on board. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> this place stretches 90, I'm sorry, 79 acres. And once a year, it smells like death. But this time of year, it's glowing. It's the garden glow at the Botanical Gardens. And yes, it only smells like death because of the one. The corpse flower. The corpse flower. Yeah. yeah. Number three, I took the first exit after crossing the Missouri River and I'm heading towards the best concert of the year. Where am I? At the 20th annual Jingle Fest at the Family Arena. Shout out to Remy Kilton. Oh, yeah. Today. Let's go. And Judy, you're going to sit front row at Jingle Woo! Fest. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm so excited. Let's go, Judy. <laughs> Mo Bottom. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. And maybe December 1st here, but it's already Christmas at Graceland. And I'm actually so bummed that I missed this live. You and I were at Ian Munzik on Wednesday whenever Christmas at Graceland, the special premiered on NBC. And Lainey Wilson hosted it and she had artists at Graceland as the mansion and the property had been decorated to the nines with Christmas trees and lights. And Lainey Wilson, have you seen a picture of her from this? I haven't, no. She looked incredible. She look. really channeled Elvis with like a bluesy performance of Santa Claus is back in town. And I mean, she wore red head to toe, bell bottoms, huge cowboy hat. Like I'm physically hurt that I won't look like this at Jingle Fest. <laughs> she looked so good. I think this is totally you. This this look, you could pull that off. I'll, I'll try it. I'll steal it. Kane Brown was also there. He played Blue Christmas and he dressed in a very classic Elvis attire, like the black turtleneck with the sport coat and the matching fitted pants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel I know like what you're talking about. I see Elvis in this in photos standing next to Priscilla. Mm -hmm. Casey Musgraves was there and she dressed like the angel tree topper. She looked beautiful and sang her gorgeous version of I Can't Help. Which was also featured on the Elvis movie if you've seen it. 
And even some members of the Presley family were in attendance, most notably Lisa Marie's daughter Riley Keough was there to meet and greet artists, escort them to their stages, and she's been through a lot over the last year or so since the passing of her mom and the drama surrounding whether or not she would inherit the estate and the drama with Priscilla, but she looked happy and healthy and so excited to be showing off her family's history. Was Post Malone there? Post Malone performed in a like leopard print suit. He killed it. Lana Del Rey was there. Warren Treaty performed. It's. I'm going to go back and rewatch it, I think, later today if I start wrapping Christmas gifts mm-hmm. that I already have. And I think this is a perfect like background noise show to put on. It's on Peacock. Do you think it would be, it would be weird for me to have a Casey Musgraves tree top, like an actual tree topper? You know, oddly enough, I think that would not be weird. Okay. I think that's a great idea. I don't have a tree topper because I can't find one that I really enjoy. Yeah. And I think that's a perfect one. It's got to be like a... Like Chris Gaines or Garth, Garth Brooks or no. something. No. <laughs> I don't want that, actually. Um, you can see highlights. I'm going to go put post them to our Facebook page now. Find us at 923WIL. Remy and Casey. Jingle Fest is tomorrow. Woo-hoo! Let's go. Our biggest show of the year at Family Arena. And it's even bigger because it's the 20th anniversary. Super big. Large, huge, huge, massive, gargantuan, yeah, epic, Titanus, Titanus. Okay, <laughs> is that a word? It is now. It is now. Uh, Jingle Fest is tomorrow. We've got Lee Bryce, Randy Hauser, Priscilla Block. Uh, a couple things we want to mention. First, doors open at five thirty. Priscilla Block takes the stage at six forty-five. Your ticket says seven. Be there at 645 if you want to see the front of like Priscilla Block's performance. Right. I would imagine you would get there a little earlier than seven anyway, because you're going to want to get comfy, find your seat, grab a t-shirt. If you don't know what the Jingle Fest t-shirts look like, I just posted it on Facebook and Instagram yesterday. So go check out what those look like because they're pretty good this year. Um, And then at 645, Priscilla will take the stage. Yeah, I guess there was some... uh some things they had to move around as far as like equipment and stage stuff. So it's a little bit earlier. So 645 is when Priscilla Block takes the stage. Randy Hauser going on at 750. Lee Bryce at 930. It's weird to only have three artists this year. Yeah, we usually have like five. Yeah, but I'm happy with the artists we have because Randy and Lee have so many songs and Priscilla's got a couple too. So it's it's just going to be, it's going to be a good show. So that's kind of the rundown. Doors open at 530. Show starts at 645. Also, If you would like to maybe be in the pit, how would one go about doing that, Casey? If you want to be in the pit and you did not buy pit tickets, grab something from your house, clothing item that you would donate to Goodwill and bring it with you to Jingle Fest because Jingle Fest is powered by Goodwill and we're trying to get them some awesome donations tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so bring some uh, Goodwill items, donate them. Clean, find, please. Yeah, find uh, find one of us, uh, 92.3 WIL staff member. I'm sure we'll have them stationed near those areas, uh, near those areas so you can get uh, involved in the whole pit upgrade situation because that would be pretty cool if you've got GA tickets and I'm then not, all of a sudden you're in the pit. Right. I'm not saying that if you bring something, you're immediately going to get pit tickets, but it's like a raffle sitch, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah, we'll pick a couple winners from that. Also, if you don't have tickets, you can still buy them on the website, 923WIL.com. There's a Jingle Fest ticket blast today at Revity Credit Union from 2 to 4. I'll be there in O'Fallon, Illinois. And... uh, 
We just gave away those front row tickets. So that's really the only way to get free tickets at this point is to join me at Remedy Credit Union 2 to 4 this afternoon at O'Fallon. So uh, Jingle Fest is tomorrow. Very excited. All the details on the website, 923WIL.com. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Austin Blaylock, nominated by Raina Blaylock. He's a Fairview Heights and O'Fallon firefighter. And here is your request song sent by Raina. Austin, thank you for everything that you do. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening to 92.3 WIL. Feel free to nominate a hometown hero at 92.3 WIL.com. This is Toby Keith, American Soldier on WIL. All right, well, that's it for us today on this Friday. Day before Jingle Fest swag. Yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun tomorrow night. Uh, Casey, where can people find you this weekend? Um, at Jingle Fest at the Family Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow show says it starts at seven, doesn't start at six forty-five. So yes. get there early. Yeah, Priscilla Block will go on at six forty-five. We'll be there at nine a.m. tomorrow morning. And if you still don't have your tickets, <laughs> Remy will have them today for you in Edwardsville. Yeah, uh, O'Fallon. O'Fallon, sorry. Yeah. O'Fallon, Illinois. We're going to be over there at Remedy Credit Union. Uh, from two to four. So if you still don't have your tickets, like Casey said, you can get them for free potentially at this Jingle Fest, Jingle Fest ticket blast. It's the very last one before Jingle Fest. So this is your last opportunity at those free tickets, right? Uh, I guess, do you have any? You don't. Do I have one more pair coming one more up at 1230. Okay. Uh, and then we've got the Jingle Fest ticket blast as well this, this afternoon. So uh, until then, we will see you tomorrow at Jingle Fest. But if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast. And we will see you at Jingle Fest tomorrow at Family Arena starting at 645 with Priscilla Block. Are you ready? Yes. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 WIL.